Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for WhatCulture.com. And you know what? There's no denying that sequels are the lifeblood that keeps the lights on in Hollywood. And while many movies invite natural follow-ups that we all expect to see, there are some that are just utterly bizarre and get announced seemingly out of nowhere. So let's take a look at them today. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 truly insane movie sequels that are actually in the works. Number 10. A horror-themed Bring It On sequel. Bring It On Halloween. 2000's hit cheerleading comedy Bring It On has spawned a rather unlikely franchise of five straight-to-video sequels starring none of the original cast, but the upcoming seventh film is aiming to spin the series off in a wildly radical direction. It was recently confirmed that a horror-themed follow-up Bring It On Halloween is in development for sci-fi, and will revolve around a squad of cheerleaders who sneak into a school gym after hours to practice, only to find themselves picked off by a masked killer. If Nothing else, this deranged swerve for the series might actually get people watching a Bring It On sequel, which will hopefully deliver lashings of gore and a fleet of lithe cheerleaders teaming up to acrobatically bring down their assailant. Hell, if it's a hit for sci-fi, then don't be shocked if they parlay it into an annual franchise, effectively making it their new Sharknado. I mean, they've got to fill those programming hours somehow, right? No cast or crew announcements have been made just yet, but Bring It On Halloween is expected to drop during Halloween 2022. Number 9. A Jared Leto Starring Tron Threequel Tron Ares The big screen future of the Tron franchise has been in doubt ever since Tron Legacy underperformed at the box office way back when in 2010, with the last decade seeing Disney flip-flop numerous times on greenlighting a sequel. Well, it actually seems like Tron 3 might finally go ahead this time, albeit with some rather peculiar qualifiers. Last summer, Disney stated that Tron Ares was officially in development, with long-standing rumours about Jared Leto's involvement as a new protagonist also confirmed. For an IP Disney will likely be hoping to resurrect as a family-friendly sci-fi adventure franchise, Leto is rather a truly bizarre pick. It still remains unclear, however, if any of Legacy's primary cast members, namely Jeff Bridges or Olivia Wilde, will return in any capacity. Legacy director Joseph Kaczynski has meanwhile been switched out for the also-odd choice of Garth Davis, who hasn't ever directed an effects-heavy film before and the script will apparently be penned by Jesse Wigato, who hasn't got a single significant theatrical film credit to his name. Leto started training for the role late last year, so it's fair to say the production could begin before the end of 2021. Rumours persist that Disney may be looking to release the film directly to Disney+, Plus, though given the lavish budget required for a live-action Tron film, that seems rather unlikely. Number 8. 
a martial arts horror sci-fi cyberpunk 47 Ronin sequel. You remember 47 Ronin, right? Though the Keanu Reeves starring $225 million fantasy actioneer was one of the most colossal box office bombs in Hollywood history, a quasi-sequel is inexplicably in development for distribution by Netflix. Last summer, it was confirmed that prolific martial arts performer Ron Yuan, who previously directed the Chinese step-up spin-off Step Up China, will direct a sequel set 300 years in the future, which will combine the disparate genres of martial arts, horror, action, and indeed, science fiction cyberpunk. Weirder still, the film will be co-written by actress Amy Garcia and former WWE superstar AJ Lee, neither of whom have any prior screenwriting credits to their name. Given that the original film ended in such a closed-off fashion without any clear setup for a sequel, it's safe to assume that this is using the 47 Ronin brand, which apparently means something to someone, to try and elevate its station. Essentially, it will be a sequel in name only. Number 7. A new Predator sequel set during the American Civil War, Skulls. Despite the most recent Predator film, The Predator, bombing with critics and fans alike a mere three years ago, a fifth Predator film was confirmed to be in the works in late 2020. It's going to be called Skulls and will be set during the American Civil War, and it's going to be following a woman known as Key who encounters a Predator, and rising actress Amber Midthunder was recently cast to play her. And seeing as the script is being written by the minds behind Wayward Pines, Jack Ryan, and Treadstone, it's clear that Skulls is going to be quite unlike anything the Predator series has delivered before. With its 19th century setting and what will presumably be a considerably lower budget than Shane Black's blockbuster-scale predecessor, Skulls feels more like a modest attempt to bring the IP, well, ironically, back down to earth. Whatever the outcome, it at least sounds like something intriguingly stripped down. And to be honest, it can't be any worse than the last movie. Number 6. A Philosophical Sequel to Contagion Though Steven Soderbergh's Contagion was a critical and commercial success upon initial release a decade decade ago, nobody could have predicted its massive resurgence in popularity due to how eerily it captured the global mood during the COVID-19 panic. Contagion became one of the most streamed films around the world during the onset of the pandemic, and last December, director Soderbergh confirmed that a philosophical sequel to the thriller was indeed in development. While Soderbergh has been coy about giving away much, he confirmed that Contagion writer Scott Z. Burns was collaborating with him on the project, and that it would tackle similar themes to Contagion, albeit in a different context. Now, it's fair to say that audiences are already pretty fed up with the few pandemic-specific films that have hit the screens over the last year, so if Soderbergh's film is more pandemic-adjacent than strictly concerned with our own reality, that's probably for the best. Number 5. A Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel starring Old Man Leatherface Believe it or not, a ninth Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie has already been filmed, which, as is now commonplace in played-out horror franchises, will ignore all of the sequels, remakes, soft reboots, and prequels, serving instead a direct follow-up to the 1974 original. The film, simply entitled Texas Chainsaw Massacre, will be set in the present day and focus on two sisters who encounter a 60-year-old Leatherface, who the filmmakers are themselves referring to as Old Man Leatherface. The movie's production itself has been disconcerting to say the least, with original directors Ryan and Andy Tohel fired just a week into production and replaced with David Blue Garcia, though it was reported that production had been completed by March of this year. It wouldn't 
surprise many if Texas Chainsaw Massacre ended up going direct to streaming later this year, given that the series hasn't exactly seen major box office successes since its 2003 remake. Number 4. Netflix's controversial erotic drama 365 Days is getting two sequels. By far, the most controversial major film release of 2020 was 365 Days, Netflix's Polish erotic drama following a woman who gets kidnapped and imprisoned by a handsome gangster who promises to release her after 365 days if she doesn't fall in love with him. The film was universally panned by critics for downplaying rape and sexual coercion in an attempt to spin a romance out of what is fundamentally an abusive relationship, if you can even call it a relationship. Despite, or perhaps because of the controversy, 365 Days became a global hit worldwide and remains one of Netflix's most-watched films, no matter the fact that it received six Razzie nominations and went on to win Worst Screenplay. Many speculated whether Netflix would actually proceed with adapting the other two novels in the existing trilogy, but it was recently confirmed that, indeed, the streamer has already begun filming the two sequels, tentatively titled 365 Days Part 2 and 365 Days Part 3 Back to Back. Who ever heard of morals when there's money to be made, right? Jesus Christ. Number 3. The Creeper Attacks Horror Fans in Jeepers Creepers Reborn You'd be forgiven for not even being aware that a third Jeepers Creepers movie existed, but principal photography recently wrapped on a fourth Jeepers Creepers Reborn. The new sequel seems to be taking more of a soft reboot approach to the series, featuring the titular Creeper but focusing on a new cast of characters in a new setting, with the intent of kickstarting a new trilogy of movies. The director of Iron Sky and a script from the little-known Sean Michael Argo form the backbone of this project. But what truly makes Jeepers Creepers 4 insane is its bizarre premise. The film will be set at a horror fan festival in Louisiana, where two of the attendees find themselves drawn to the legend of the Creeper who terrorized the area years earlier. Basically, it sounds like the Creeper is going to massacre a festival full of gorehounds, which is quite unlike anything the series has ever done before. On the one hand, this could simply be one final low-budget gasp of breath for the ailing franchise, or it could be be a self-aware, blood-soaked reawakening. Strangeness seems to be guaranteed either way. Number 2. A Direct Sequel to Face Off John Woo's Face Off may be one of the most absurdly entertaining action films of the 1990s, but it's hardly a film that begs for a sequel. Nicolas Cage's villain caster Troy is being killed and John Travolta's hero Sean Archer has gotten his bloody face back. More to the point, the singularity of the premise isn't well suited for the franchise treatment, though that apparently didn't stop Godzilla vs. Kong director Adam Wingard and his regular screenwriter Simon Barrett from making Face Off 2. Paramount initially announced in late 2019 that a remake was on the cards, though once the director came on board earlier this year, he confirmed that the film will definitely be a direct sequel to the 1997 original. When quizzed about whether he could expect Nicolas Cage or John Travolta to return, he hinted that they would, though as the project is still in early stages, he didn't wish to confirm anything. He did add, though, that he wasn't actually interested in doing anything except a definitive sequel, so it's fair to assume that this thing won't be happening unless the original cast are back in the saddle. As improbable as Face Off 2 sounds, as the director proved with Godzilla vs. Kong, he can direct the hell out of absolute dumb stuff. So you know what? Bring it on. And number one, a 52 years later sequel with Jenny Agutter reprising her role, The Railway Children Return. Surely there can't be anything more strange than a face-off sequel, right? Nope, The Railway Children Return are taking that crown. 
You see, this film is a direct sequel to the hit 1970 British drama The Railway Children, which has remained a gemstone of British cinema and continues to receive annual TV play in the UK, especially around Christmas time. But what's crazier than this film being a 52 years later sequel is the fact that Jenny Agatha will reprise her role as Roberta in the flick. Now, she was just 18 years old in the original film and will be almost 70 years of age when the new film debuts in late 2022. The sequel will take place during World War II and is being directed by the mind behind X plus Y and the BAFTA-winning screenwriting chops of Danny Brocklehurst. Though belated sequels understandably invite a lot of scepticism, it will nevertheless be great, if a bit undeniably weird, to see her playing Roberta once again after so long. But like I said before, bring it on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.